Country 101.3 KFDI Monday morning. <sighs> Last day to early vote. Look, if you can do it today between 8 and 12, I would do it because t- the lines I expect to be pretty long tomorrow for the midterms. So that that's something to keep definitely right at the top of your priorities today. Of course, working and getting the kids where they need to be and getting you where you need to be and running all your errands and paying your bills and all those things. Oh yeah, you probably want to get a Powerball ticket too. Even if look, uh, even if you have never played the lottery ever in your life, and there are those of you out there. In fact, I ran into a woman over the weekend who had never ever played Powerball in her life, and she was asking lots of questions. One point nine billion dollars. Probably gonna go. Probably gonna round up to two billion dollars by the time tonight rolls around. After taxes, that's pretty much a billion dollars. After taxes. That is a stupid amount of money. Look, somebody's got to win it. I hope, look, at this point, I hope whoever wins it really needs it, really deserves it. I hope it's not someone who's super rich and going out there and buying a million tickets and I don't know. Could talk about that for hours, but I'm not going to. I've got my tickets, though. If you couldn't stay up late uh, last night to watch the end of Sunday Night Football, ooh, what a game. Went into overtime. Chiefs win. Titans came to play. Just couldn't get it done. Let's see. What else is going on today? Oh, yeah. I want to talk about the most high-maintenance person in your life. Because I'm going to reveal some things about King Charles, my people, the royal family, that are... uh, Shocking. It is Black Panther week. It is Yellowstone week. Season 5 premieres in a few days. I mean, there's a lot going on. It's tattoo week for me. This is a big week as we get closer and closer to Thanksgiving and decorating your home for Christmas, if you haven't done that already. Christmas decorations. Amy and I have decided it's going to be this coming weekend. Everything goes up. And just in time, Jason Aldean's very first Christmas song. By now in New York City Sounds familiar, right? Of course, Alabama, Christmas and Dixie. This is Jason Aldean's very first ever Christmas song. And I I guess I thought he did others, but according to the articles, no, this is his first time jumping into the Christmas music. And, um, I mean, picked one of his faves and one of the, uh, you know, the bands that shaped him. If you want to listen to the whole thing, Country Music Minutes over at KFDI.com is where you will find it. For Okay, so it's time to... Uh, to decide once and for all, rake the leaves or leave the leaves. Rake the leaves or leave the leaves. Now, I raked last week, first round. rest of the leaves pretty much fell off the trees over the weekend. And now I've got to do it again. But I'm starting to see more and more, and I've seen it in TikTok videos, I've seen it in articles that I've read, that you should leave the leaves to let them decompose and send those nutrients back into the ground to help your lawn and any other trees that might be around. And that's all well and good. That's all well and good. So this is kind of a two-parter. One, I, 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 I can see the science in that. I can. But two, I think this kind of science, this kind of suggestion, this recommendation to leave the leaves is coming from people who don't own dogs. Because have you ever tried to search for what dogs do, do in the yard? 
when there are leaves on the ground, it's like some sort of nightmarish Easter egg hunt, and it's awful. And you you never find it all. You never find it all. So I'm almost I'm almost forced to rake so I can at least know where the dogs have been. Because otherwise, good luck. You know, if Realtree or Cabela's or any of those companies that make camo are listening, you know what? Make a camouflage pattern out of old leaves and dog mess and you will never be seen in the woods this time of year ever again. I said what I said because it's true. It's true. If you own dogs, if you own, you know. There are two there are two times a year that you you lament being a dog owner. One, mud season in the spring with the rain and the dirt and they're tracking it in the house. And two, leaf season. Because you'll be out there for hours. Hours. Leave the leaves or not. Just got a text over at 844-436-1013. Mulch the leaves into little tiny pieces. That'll help the grass. Okay, if you have a morning. JJ, you talking about leaf breaking? Yes. Do you do you rake them or do you leave them to return the nutrients into the ground? Well, the bad thing is if you leave the leaves on the grass, it's going to kill the grass eventually. See, that's my thought. Here's what I did. I did. I have, the only house I really have to clean leaves at is my in-laws. Okay. So we rake the around the edges, go around the around the edges, about break it out about three foot, and then I take my blower and I blow it all into a pile. Right. And then, and then I have a, a, a leaf, like a leaf back, a handheld leaf back. Okay. You know, like ran off a cord. And it mulches it into small little pieces that go into the little bag. Nope. And then I just dump the bag into a trash bag. And, I mean, it took us, we did their whole front yard, side yard, and backyard yesterday in two hours. Okay, if you have a morning. Yeah, I just uh rake them away from the house the buildings and everything that i use the mower with the bagger yeah see that's what i kind of did last time is i use my mower which uh i mean technically you know at our age that's what i'm calling raking um <laughs> uh, but boy that that leaf vac thing sounds pretty good because we've got a lot of river rock that the leaves kind of fall into the crevices and that vacuum might come in handy oh that area i just that's right Today's Star Spangled Salute honors Navy veteran Alan Erickson. At one point in his life, Alan didn't see any light at the end of the tunnel. After his service, depression set in. He struggled with alcoholism and homelessness and battled a type of skin cancer that came from his exposure to Agent Orange. Life was hard. Now 49 years sober, Alan is running one of the first established and largest veterans outreach organizations in Montana. The food pantry serves as a local hub for veteran services along with their up-and-coming project, Camp Ponderosa, which will provide housing, therapy services, job training, and more for former servicemen and women. Alan says he enjoys helping, and if he can give somebody a helping hand up out of a hole to help him make his life better, then that's cool. Thank you, Alan, for helping, and thank you for your service. What if you're going to do something for the very first time? I mean, yeah, you might as well, you might as well be the best at it, right? Listen to the crowd. Yeah, the cheers. Drink it. Get your flowers in the ovation. Because the first time is the best time. Sharon Locati in her five-borough debut. Her 26.2 debut is the champion of the TCS New York City Marathon. Okay, that's pretty incredible. Uh, her very, she, KU alum, very first ever marathon. I mean, sure, she trained, but this is her very first marathon, and she wins it. Uh, that's uh, so, uh, Sharon Locati. Congratulations! Uh, I've reached out to her. I'd love to have her on the show to find out just w- what it takes to train for something like this and what she was thinking. She was crossing the finish line, all that. So hopefully, hopefully, I'm able to get in touch with her. But uh, boy, what a what a proud moment for her and anyone associated with uh, 
with KU and alum, fans, everywhere. That is a big, big accomplishment. Turn this up. Lights, camera, action. That's entertainment. MoviePass is back in the news again, this time because the former executives have been indicted on fraud charges, could face 20 years in prison. Proving once again that addiction is such an ugly, paralyzing, destructive thing, Aaron Carter, younger brother of Backstreet Boy Nick Carter, died this weekend at the age of 34. Black Adam enjoyed his last week at number one in the box office during a lackluster weekend. This Thursday, Black Panther Wakanda Forever debuts. Stranger Things Season 5 Episode 1 premiere has a title. It's called The Crawl. And now we wait. Sylvester Stallone's Tulsa King debuts this weekend on Paramount Plus, and the actor is opening up about his split, divorce filing, and reconciliation with his wife, Jennifer Flavin. Let's build that watch list for tonight. Season 5 of The Crown on Netflix getting high marks as the line blurs between royal family fact and fiction. ESPN has Monday Night Football, Raven Saints, Monday Night Football with Peyton and Eli, going to feature a visit from Luke Bryan. And it's three-way knockouts on The Voice tonight at 7 o'clock. Country. A couple of new albums that may have flown under the radar going into the weekend that are worth a listen. Russell Dickerson's new self-titled album and Marin Morris released Humble Quest in rare form, which also came with a short film to support it. From college game day to Monday Night Football, look for Luke Bryan to be a special guest on Monday Night Football with Peyton and Eli. It's all part of a bunch of special programming leading up to Wednesday's awards show. Carrie Underwood just released a new video to go along with her new single, Hate My Heart, and she's out to cure a broken heart. Speaking of Carrie, it's been 11 years since a woman won CMA Entertainer of the Year. Carrie and Miranda looking to change that. Carrie's fans are threatening to riot if she doesn't win. Well, that's aggressive. Jason Aldean just released his first ever Christmas song, and it's a cover in honor of one of his faves, Alabama's. Christmas in Dixie. Brad Paisley and his wife will host a big Alzheimer's benefit in Nashville on the 13th of this month at the Wild Horse Saloon and getting a lot of help from friends like Dirks Bentley, Tracy Lawrence, Lindsay L, voice contestant Jay Allen, Chrissy Metz from This Is Us, and many more. And Dolly finished off her Rock and Roll Hall of Fame night over the weekend with an all-star rendition of Jolene, which featured Pink, Zach Brown Band, Sheryl Crow, Annie Lennox, even Rob Halford of Judas Priest. It's fantastic. Go watch the video over at KFDI.com. Keep the country on all day. More country music news at KFDI.com and the 101.3 KFDI app. Who is the most high-maintenance person you know? The most high-maintenance person you know. And I'm, I'm, I'm really being honest when I say I'm trying to think of a person in my life who I consider high-maintenance. And I can't. I mean, obviously I could say Amy, but she's really not. Although what she does with her sock drawer is 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 sociopath behavior. That's another discussion for another time. But she's not really high maintenance. She's pretty easy. But I bring this up because King Charles apparently is not just the king of England, but he's the king of high maintenance. Some crazy stories coming out of Buckingham Palace about King Charles and the things that he does. He basically has valets squeeze out his own toothpaste on his toothbrush and it best be a certain length of toothpaste. No more, no less. Also, don't throw my underpants in the washer and put it on gentle cycle. Nope, you wash that stuff with your hand. Hand-washed underpants. That's right. The drawers of the King of England, you're hand-washing them. And you're just happy to be doing it. 
I don't know about that. Not sure I'm, I, I'm not sure I'm down with that. Would you, I mean, would you wash the King of England's underpants? <laughs> so with that said, the King of England seems, seems pretty high maintenance, and I, I suppose he can be, since, since he's the king, right? But what about you? Who is, who is the most high maintenance person in your life that you know? And you don't have to call them out by full name. Just give me their initials. Just give me their initials. We'll do this sort of on the down low. If we'll go to the text first, this one says, oh, please don't use my name. But definitely my daughter-in-law, and I asked why. And she said, uh, haircut and color frequently, nails always done, facials often. Okay, that, that, can be, that, can, that can add up, I suppose. Another text, my boyfriend, initial N, carries around a comb and nail clippers, and if his hair gets slightly messed up or his nails get chipped, he fixes them immediately. Okay. Another one says, my husband always wants more than what is really needed at the time. Very demanding, it sounds like. So at 844-436-1013, most high-maintenance person in your world. I'm not going to get in trouble for this, but I have to say my youngest stepdaughter. Okay. She is so much much into Botox, extensions, getting her mani-pedi. Okay, so so does that make her high-maintenance, or is she just simply wanting to take care of herself? We jokingly call her Kim K. Oh. You need things done a certain way, and yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Love her to death. <laughs> uh, look, I to protect her identity, I gave you the option of throwing out her initials. But look, if you want to call out, if you want to call her out by by relation, that's fine too. I mean, you do you. You have to live with her. Well, you know, I feel sorry for her. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Oh, I thought we were having a contest. No, not yet. We're giving away Thomas Red tickets next hour. Next hour, okay. okay. I'm, I'm daylight like, savings. <laughs> yeah, 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 girl, you forgot to set your clocks back or something. So something I did. I got a pretty, I got a pretty big, big time coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, heading out to Virginia for a quick trip to uh, my granddaughter's first birthday party, the Smash Cake party. Wouldn't want to miss that. Going to spend some more quality time with her. Looking forward to that. And it got me thinking, as I'm spending that quality time with her, you know, she's going to be one. Josephine's going to be cranky at times. And I might incur, you know, I might uh, get involved in a situation where she's where she's crying. And it's been a long time since I've dealt with a crying baby. So I'm going to ask for your help. But I'm going to ask for your help in a very specific and unique way. How do you get the baby to stop crying? What noises do you make? Like, what is what is... Because we all do that. When, when we see babies, whether they're crying or whether they're happy, we all make those noises as adults. We never thought we'd ever make them. I mean, we start making these just like it's whale speak, like Dory on Finding Nemo. I mean, what is wrong with us? We see a baby, we just... Stop it. But we do it. And I'm kind of curious. What noises do you make to stop the baby from crying? Like, if you if you are a new parent or grandparent, you got the little one, and you're on you're on duty, and the baby starts crying, what do you do? And I want to hear you do it. This is what I do. I'd stop crying. Okay, great. Yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic. Thank you. Hi, KFDI. What noises do you make to stop the baby from crying? I do a fast, high-pitched noise with my tongue. Give it to me. (laughs) 
<laughs> so it's kind of like a turkey. Yeah. Okay, nice. Which comes in handy this time of year for things. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. You know, when I was in school, the right pair of sneakers, tennis shoes, mattered. You know, there was still that pressure to have the right pair on. And thanks to great branding and peer pressure, sometimes kids had the right shoes on, sometimes they didn't. When other kids were wearing, you know, Nike, I was wearing an off-brand. And the pressure that came with that and the teasing that came with that was real. But it's gotten a lot worse these days, I think. And I love this story because it was happening to a young man being bullied for the busted up, torn up, worn out sneakers he was wearing to school. Well, in comes Romello, nickname Mello. In comes Mello, saw people picking on his classmate Melvin over his old worn out shoes, decided to do something about it. He went home, talked to his mom, and said, I'd like to buy I'd like to buy my friend Melvin some new shoes. Mom, can I do it? Mom said, Absolutely. So Mello goes out and gets Melvin these these just sweet kicks, these Nike high top, I mean just awesome. Right? Brings him into school the next day and gives it to him. As you can imagine, that little random act of kindness went viral very fast thanks to, you know, the staff at the school they go to. With a post that said, My student Mello told me he was tired of other students picking on Melvin about his shoes. Mello used his allowance, bought Melvin some shoes. This is what I live for. Be that helping hand, wrote the principal. I could tell it was upsetting him, Mello told the TV station that interviewed him. It just put a real bad ache in my stomach to see somebody having to go through that and to be picked on just based on what he was wearing and what his appearance was. So I saved up my allowance and asked my mom. She said yes, went to the store, got the sneakers, and presented them to Melvin. Seventh grade. Seventh grade setting that kind of an example of what kindness looks like. And that's the good stuff. That's the good stuff. Lunchline time now. I'm going to play the first part of a popular country song. You're going to sing the second part of that song when you are caller 10 at 844-436-1013. Do it. Get it right. And you'll win that $25 gift card to Chicken Max. Here comes your clue. Treat me right. Put me first. Be a man of his words. Stay home because he wanted to. Always fight for my love. Hold on tight like it's something that he couldn't stand to What is the rest? Let's play Lunchline with J.J. Hayes. I'm going to go get some chicken. You want some? Some extra crispy, dirty rice, beans. Chicken? I can eat some chicken. Yeah, can I get a uh, three-piece, uh, some coleslaw, and some beans, and a Coke? I just, I just got to change my pants. What was I thinking? Jeans have no give. Monday morning Lunchline. Casey, what are you doing? I am driving to work. All right, can you tell me where you're going to be working today? I work for Arc City Fire Department. Actually. Right on. Good for you. Thanks for being a first responder and uh, keeping us all safe. That's good. Now, how's your singing voice? Uh, not the greatest, but I'll do my best. That's fine. You're not going to be judged on quality. You're going to be judged on getting the words right. So, here we go with Lunchline. Okay. I'll play the clue again. When the clue's done, you sing the rest, get it right. You get that $25 gift card to Chicken Max, okay? Okay. Here comes your clue. Treat me right. 
All I know is in the end, it wasn't what he did. No, it was what he didn't do. You got it, word for word. All I know is in the yeah. end, it wasn't what he did. Woo. No, it was what he didn't And don't be so hard on yourself. That was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Casey, congratulations. $25 gift card to Chicken Max, all yours. Really interesting story that developed over the weekend, and I'm kind of wondering what you would have done. And it involves my Los Angeles Chargers. Because their kicker, who won the game with a walk-off field goal, wasn't supposed to be there. He's a rookie, and he didn't know whether he'd ever play in the NFL again. He had tickets to go see Carrie Underwood. And just as he was making plans to go see Carrie Underwood, like, that weekend, this past weekend, his agent called and said, you need to get on a plane right now. And he suited up. The Chargers picked him up because they they were in need of a kicker, and he ended up kicking the game-winning field goal. Could have been at the Carrie Underwood show, but instead... You ever been in that situation? Did you ever have tickets to a show you really wanted to see? Tickets to a show, or let's say a sporting event you really wanted to see, and at the last minute you couldn't go. Why? Because the tires on Air Force One were flat, and I had to coordinate with the team to go get UPS to ship the sea tires in. Okay, this is going to be a fascinating story. So, first of all, what were the tickets for? Like, where were you going to go? I was going to go to a, uh, I was going to a, some sort of premiere movie thing or something. Uh, okay. I kind of kind of blocked that out of my memory because it was so sad. Right. And I was taking my turn, right? And so, and I was working at, you know, the Big D, and <laughs> the tires were flat on the airplane when we went to go lower it down, and we had to get new tires. Man, what a what a great story. Couldn't make the movie premiere because Air Force One had a flat and I had to go get new tires. Yep. How many so people? We had to order, so we had to order them from uh, the Air Force Base and, and out near D.C. to bring them into here, and we had to um, send it by UPS there are overnight. N- there are n- oh boy, I wonder what that cost. Uh, a lot. <laughs> a lot. There are not many people in this world who could actually use that sentence. I was going to go to a movie premiere, but at the last minute, Air Force One had a flat and I had to get new time. You had tickets to something, but at the last minute, you couldn't go. <laughs> there better be a very good reason, right? What's yours? Um, Thomas Rhett, Kansas City, about two years ago. Um, my, at the time, boyfriend, now husband, I surprised him for his birthday and I got to Lawrence. He was at the University of Kansas. He got in the car. I picked him up from class after my drive. And I said, we're going to Thomas Rhett. And he said, no, I have a final. Oh, so I had, no. I know. And so I had to sell them on StubHub. So, yeah. There was, that sucked. <laughs> there was no way at all he could have, like, I don't know. The final was in, like, two hours oh. yeah, and he was like oh my gosh i have a final tonight well so i was like Ugh. now so, have you had a chance to see thomas since then no i haven't and that's one of his favorite artists how fast can you run will you escape beat the bobcat
on KFDI. Hello, Stevie. Hi. Stevie, you live in Wichita. You like to hang out with the family. Uh, you are a family support worker at St. Francis, and you got three puppy dogs. And, and when you're not working at St. Francis, you like to just to sit down, grab the remote, and watch pretty much anything on Netflix. Yes? Yes. All right. Right now, Amy and I are watching uh, I Am a Stalker. If you like true crime, that stuff is creepy. Anyway, uh, also equally as cre- creepy and dangerous, the Bobcat. It is time for you to beat the Bobcat. To do it, I give you a category. I yell run. You take off running and thinking as fast as you can. Give me 10 things in 20 seconds. You'll win that $25 gift card to Tudor's Pizza, okay? Okay. All right. Here we go. In 20 seconds, give me 10 things you put on a resume. Ready? Run! Your name, your last name, your address, your phone number, your first job, your first friend, maybe a family member, um, your job address, the job phone number, um, your interest, your school history. Um. Yes, Stevie, congratulations, you did it, and you played you played that so well. Because I was hoping you would just start listing off name, address, email address, phone number, because that's the way the game is played. Well done, Stevie. Congratulations. $25 gift card to Tudor's Pizza is all yours, okay? Next chance to be like Stevie and beat the Bobcat and continue this streak. Tuesday morning, 8.50 on Everything Country, 101.3 KFD.